Oh, you wanted a bop? This is a bop. Bop tip. Welcome to Bop 2. I'm Boyana. And I'm Daniel. And we are now on our fourth episode. Yeah, so the show dropped last week, and we're really excited and happy to be back to talk about brand new music yet again. Uh, Yeah, I'm really, really excited to talk about this one. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about um, Dedicated Side B, the new Carly Rae Jepsen. Album, EP, I don't really know what it is. It's really long, but... It feels like an album. Yeah, it feels like an album to me. So I'm just going to consider it an album. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're on her Spotify, it's like under her albums. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So yeah, the new Carly Rae Jepsen album, which was actually kind of a surprise. Um, there was mm-hmm. not really a lot of promotion for it. She teased it like once or twice. And there was a lot of rumors for the past couple of weeks that it was coming out, not coming out. And then I feel like just kind of out of the blue, she was like, it's on Spotify right now. So that was really awesome. It feels Carly. Like, she's just like, oh, yeah, I have all these songs. Here you go. For sure. She's definitely an artist where she has a ton of material from her album sessions. So even with her past album, Emotion, she did a side B. So I'm really glad she's, like, keeping that tradition alive. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we've been so blessed um, yeah. in these past weeks this has been an awesome little like couple a few this has been like an awesome few weeks for pop music fans because we've gotten brand new music from like the big pop girls which is it doesn't really happen all the time where the stars align and everybody is like releasing new material all at once so Mm -hmm. i feel like the girls really rallied together to like get us what we need during quarantine that's true yeah so this is dedicated side b so before we get into that Maybe we should talk a little bit about what we think about Dedicated, the original album. Yeah, totally. Um, I did like Dedicated. I mean, I still listen to it sometimes. There's, like, songs from it that I, like, really love. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think for me, it was, like, not... It was a bit of, like, a weaker moment. I feel like for Carly especially because, like, emotion was just so good and so, like, surprising and so exciting. Mm -hmm. Um... So yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I actually have similar notes. I was saying that at the time, I really did love it, like when it first came out, but it doesn't have the staying power of her previous album, Emotion, to me. And while it's still a great pop album, it's just something I don't revisit very often. And Mm -hmm. I was trying to think about why that is, and because there's actually a lot of material on the album that I do love. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, I just think that coming after such a fantastic album before... My expectations were really high, and I don't know that they were necessarily met, even though that there are a lot of songs on the album that I do like. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I was saying that I did feel like Dedicated showed that Carly was kind of growing as an artist and not just resting on the sound she had created with emotion, and she wanted to try new things. And I'm always appreciative of when artists kind of like switch it up and give you variety. I feel like there's a lot of new sounds on Dedicated, um, some of them worked, some of them didn't, but I was glad that she tried some new stuff. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, it feels a lot more, it feels like she kind of still has, like, her disco-y sound, but she's bringing in a lot more, like, 
guitars and like it feels more like a band whereas like emotion felt a lot more like synthy and like kind of like dancey techno-y mm-hmm. yeah that's the actually the, the exact note i have where it's like she took the sounds that we liked from emotion and kind of expanded them in different ways so like adding different band moments adding different instrumentals like uh, stripping down the synths and stuff like that so there's actually a lot a lot of like familiar things within dedicated from the previous album emotion but uh switched up so it's like sounds more fresh which you know again some of it worked some of it didn't so mm-hmm. yeah so what what are your fave songs from okay dedicated? so i do have a top five and they are in order like number five to number one mm-hmm. um so i know that you have a top five as well should we go in order for like my number five your number five I kind of just put mine. I didn't order them. Okay, that's okay. So my number five was the lead single, Party for One, which I Mm. think is actually super underrated. I remember a lot of people didn't like it when it first came out, and I was actually a huge fan of it. I think it's super catchy. I love the message of it. I love, like, like, I'm an independent, like, doing things on my own. I think that it's, like, a fun pop message always. And the Mm -hmm. production was, like, I feel like it's one of Carly's first songs where, like, she really went for, like, a banger, like, a party song that you can, like, turn up mm. in the club to. Because, like, she's always had, like, you know, hot, like, fast songs and, like, really high-energy songs. But this one felt like this is engineered to be, like, a party song, which I didn't really feel like she had, even on Emotion. Hmm. Interesting. I feel, yeah, I mean, I love Party for One. So do you want to just go through your top five or? Yeah. Okay. I'll keep going. Okay. And then my number four was, it's actually a, it's like a tie. There's two songs because I have real love and for sure, which come back to back with each other. And that's on the deluxe mm. version of the album. Um, I, to me, these songs just kind of like exist as one piece together. Cause I always listen to them like back to back and real love is in my opinion, like the, run away with me of dedicated like it's very like sweet and fun and like bouncy but in a way it's a little more like mature and solemn than run away with me is it's a little more sophisticated and then Mm -hmm. it goes right into for sure which is like a really melancholy like slower moment that like took my breath away the first time i heard dedicated like i hit I feel like that was a completely new sound for Carly that she'd never done anything like before. And I really, really loved it. And I don't really see a lot of people talk about for sure. So I definitely recommend people go back and rediscover that song. Hmm, Yeah, that's interesting. I also have real love in my top five. Like, I love that song. That song is amazing. Definitely. Yeah, I had not really thought of them as like, two sides of the same coin. But that that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, to me, it's like, it's like how real love is the fun side and then for sure is the um sadder side. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my number 3 song is Right Words Wrong Time, which I don't really have a lot to say about the song. I just like it. I think it's super catchy. I think the lyrics are really well done. Well, that's going to be a recurring thing. Carly's lyrics are really like they're kind of out there sometimes like they don't always land. Mm-hmm. But I think they're really unique to her as an artist. And this is one song where, like, the lyrics just stand out really strong to me. And there's a bunch yeah. of moments on this album, Dedicated Side View. Well, I'll call that, call that out as well. 
Okay, my number two song is um I think this is a fan favorite. I like it a lot. It it I feel like number one and two could probably switch spots depending on my day. But for now I have number two is Now That I Found You, which mm-hmm. is like pure pop perfection, like summer bop, summer anthem, like I'm with all my friends, like we're dancing at the club. Like that's what that song that's like the vibe that song gives me. And I just have like very positive associations with that song. Like it I I it reminds me of last summer, like just being living downtown Chicago with all my friends. Like yeah, so I have a lot of love for that song and it's just a really great pop song overall. Mm-hmm. And then my number one song undedicated which I think this might be kind of a hot take, is Too Much. Oh, really? Yes. I think that song is so good. I think that it's one of the moments on Dedicated where Carly goes, like, vulnerable, and it, like, works really well. Because I feel like those lyrics are very personal to her and, you know, her love life, which is Mm -hmm. always really cool. I love when artists can, like, show a new side of them. And on top of that, like, not only is it a relatable song – it is also like so catchy and like danceable and fun. And I feel like striking a balance where it's like an emotionally raw song that is still really easily accessible and really fun to listen to is a hard balance to strike. And I feel like that like song like hits the nail right on the head. Like it's perfect. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like we have like a lot of different takes yeah i actually feel like my opinions of dedicated are not common opinions so i kind of i feel like i was like i don't think me and boyan are gonna have really that many songs in common for the top five so i cannot wait to hear what you have to say yeah i mean for me i put julian automatically in love I put real love, I put want you in my room, and no drug like me. Oh my god, it's so funny you say that, because Julian and no drug like me are two of my least favorites on the album. What? That's crazy! Yeah, I didn't know that would be, like, literally polar opposites. Yeah, that's hilarious. And, I mean, now that I found you, I was definitely, like, teetering with, because I think Mm -hmm. that, like, I kind of associate now that I found you and no drug like me, like, together in my head, just because... It, you know they came out at singles and i was like these are like really fun like dance songs yeah those and- were like the pre-release singles for the album which and i think they even came out like within a week of each other or something really close mm. like that so i do kind of associate them together but yeah. i remember when no drug like me came out i was like oh now that i found you is easily the better one really wait what do you not like about it it's not that i don't like them i just think that there are weaker moments on the album like i just don't really connect with either of those songs and I don't find them very catchy or, like, re-listenable. But maybe when I hear your opinion, it'll change my mind. So what do you like about those songs? Um, I mean, like, Julian, for me, like, I just think it's so, like, dreamy. And for me, it has a lot of, like, storytelling. Yeah, that's a – I do like a lot of storytelling. It's just that one didn't really land for me. But I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah, that's fair. I think the production is really fun – um yeah I don't know I just love that song no drug like me I think also like I like the kind of melodies and like how the chorus goes whereas mm-hmm. like now that I found you for me is a lot more just like fun and like boppy and fast yeah I feel like no drug like me to, it's like more 
interesting, I guess, like, in terms of the sound. Yeah, I feel like you could make the argument that No Drug Like Me is the more, like, unique song of the two, whereas Now That I Found You is kind of, like, a basic, a more basic standard pop song. So I get where you're coming from as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and then, like, I just think Why You In My Room is so cute. I it love is, that Yeah, song. that song's really cute. I was I was contemplating putting that on my top top five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Okay, should we start talking about okay, yeah. side B? Yeah, so yeah. that was side A, and now we have 12 brand new songs to add to the dedicated mythology. And let's just get right into it with track number one, This Love Isn't Crazy. I love this song. I think yeah. it's so <laughs> I, like, the f- second I turned this song on, I honestly didn't really know what to expect going into this side B. The second I turned it on, I'm like, oh my god, I am back in the Carly Rae Jepsen world. Like, I, I said that it felt like I was returning to, like, an old friend because I haven't really, Aww. I haven't really, like, listened to Carly in a minute. And mm-hmm. then, like, the song came on. It was just such a classic Carly song, like, a catchy pop song that's like light and bubbly and I was like oh oh my god this is like what I've been missing in my life so I was I was really really into the first song Mm -hmm. yeah I like that it's very danceable um and it really I mean with the whole album it feels like we're like it's just Carly it's still just Carly you know it doesn't feel like oh like it has to say something about this quarantine moment or like it's just—it's literally just like the sound that we love, and mm-hmm. I think that's really. Yeah, I definitely think that Carly is an artist where um, her sound is pretty unique to her, and mm-hmm. um, there is like a signature Carly sound that she doesn't really stray too too far from. Like she'll definitely experiment with like different instrumentals and stuff, but I never really feel like she goes like super balls to the wall crazy or anything. So, right. like, you can't, like, coming into this album and just being greeted with, like, this is what you love about Carly as an artist, like, this is what I'm going to give you more of, was really nice, and I did like that a lot. And I did say that I think Carly is, like, Carly is really interesting to me because I feel like she's almost the exact opposite of Charlie, where, like, her music mm. right now is, like, pure escapist, like, fantasy, whereas Ch- mm. Charlie's music right now is very, like, about the real world. And I think it's so cool that, like, both those artists have, like, such huge, like, fan bases in, like, the underground pop music scene. Even though they're really mm. different, like, a lot of people love both of them, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's cool, like, how Carly... She's just, she's very, like, stripped back in a way, like, yeah, it's not really about, like, her, like, crazy visuals or, like, anything, like, it's just... Yeah, to me, she feels like a very, like, real person, like, she's not, like, a, she's not, like, a perfect pop star in my head, like, she just seems like a really, like, fun girl next door. Yeah, totally. Okay, so, what about the next song? Yeah, track two, Window. Window? I yeah. said that this song gives me Hannah Montana Disney Channel vibes, but I'm not <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> and then I love that. Yeah. I was saying, like, it's so this one's like a little more of like a chill guitar moment, which, you know, I wasn't really expecting so early in the album, but I was I welcomed it with like open arms. I thought it was really simple, but it was really sweet. Yeah, this one kind of gives me like 
want you in my room part two. Yeah, but I but this one's a little more like stripped down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's cool. Like, there's definitely moments on this album where I can see the fact that like she's working with an idea like through multiple songs and I feel like we're kind of getting like different versions of it so that's really fun but yeah window is really cute um it's definitely like it's probably one of the catchiest songs on the album I would think it's like a melody that I can like think back on and like you know even hum after a couple listens so again you know Carly is great with melodies so this is a great showcase of that as well yeah okay so going on to track three felt this oh felt this way yeah thoughts on this i like this one i mean yeah i think like the way that we have like this and stay away like together right next to each other okay um, i was actually shook that there are two versions of this song so track three and four are the same song essentially just with completely different productions so felt this way is like the more calm and like vulnerable version i said i i my notes say that it's like intimate and like endearing Mm -hmm. uh whereas the next song is like a summary bop that's like more danceable it's more like i'm driving with the top down i i compared the two actually with saying that Felt This Way is the Troy and Gabriella version, and then Stay Away <laughs> is the Sharpay and Ryan version. Oh my god, I love that. Which, and I'm I'm more of a Sharpay and Ryan kind of girl, so I really, I do like Stay Away more than I like Felt This Way. But I do think that they're both really great, and that these are some amazing lyrics. So, mm-hmm. I, I really do like both. I think there is, there is a place for both of them to exist. Like, there's not there's not really one superior over the other in my mind because they're both really great. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even though if I'm choosing one to put on, I'm probably going to put on the faster one just because my sensibilities as a fan of pop music is to go a little more dancey. Right. Totally. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm definitely like more inclined to, um, to play stay away. For sure. Yeah, but I I do think that they're both really great. I honestly mm-hmm. didn't even realize, like the on my very first listen, I don't even think I realized that the song had switched. I was just like, oh, like this song's kind of long. <laughs> yeah, I was totally confused by it. I was yeah, like, like I just thought that there was like a beat switch, and that mm-hmm. uh, like it was all one song. And then I look back, and I'm like, oh, I'm a minute and a half into like a different song already. Like, what's going on? And then I realized that it was the same song twice. Yeah, for sure. Which was a fun surprise. Like, I I can't really think of many artists who do stuff like that. So that was really cool to have. Yeah, and it feels very appropriate for the side B. Yeah, it's like, this is two different versions of this song that I never really knew what to do with. Because side Bs mean, you know, these are like rejects in a way. But I think it's so right. funny that, like... I think some of Carly's best work comes from her side B albums. Yeah. So like Carly, someone needs to like, t- like talk to you about what songs you're choosing on the albums, but I know. Well, I was talking to my sister about this cause she likes Carly so yeah, much. She's and, a like, huge Carly fan. She is. And like, what, like the way that her reading of it was that she might be like a bit of a perfectionist with like 
what she thinks actually belongs on the album Mm -hmm. and it always does feel like the side b is like just so much looser and like maybe she's just like having more fun with it like i think i mean it's hard to say like obviously because it just came out but i feel like i'm there's more songs on this one that i like a lot more that's interesting because i again it did come out so soon i don't really know if i like side a or b better but what I do notice, like, immediately from the first listener side B to me, is that this is, like, a more, like, fun, like, f- flowy album. Whereas I feel like there's moments on Dedicated that are a little too, like, like, we're trying too many things here. Whereas this one is, like, very, like, I'm just kind of going to kind of go with the flow. That's the vibe I get from the creation of this album. And yeah. I like that a lot. So I'm, I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, I think side A, there's maybe moments where it almost feels like the production is, like, getting in the way. It's like, Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, did it need to be trying to, like, do this right now? Or could it just, like, be, like, a fun, like, pop song? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think that is part of... I think that's really interesting because dedicated, coming after motion, I think it's clear that Carly wanted to go in a new direction or try new things. Um, and I think that that does impede some of the songs where it's like, this could have been, be- this could have been better if you had like stripped away some of these like experimental moments. So yeah. I definitely, yeah, I totally understand what you're, what you mean by that. Yeah. But yeah, so the next song is track five, which is stay. Oh wait, no, no, no. This is what they say. Yeah. It is track five. Yeah. This is what they say. Oh my god, I love this one. Okay, yeah, I like this one too. I my notes say that this sounds like a video game. Again, I am not mad at it. <laughs> um yeah. I said that the this was kind of like a funky, like groovy moment, which I was appreciating as well. And then I said that again, these songs are pretty simple, like simple structure-wise, but they are really fun to listen to. Yeah, I think this one is just like I really feel this one, like, maybe the most. Yeah, I, like, I did write that this is some of the best lyrics on the album. hmm Totally, It's so yeah. sweet. Carly is just a sweet girl. Like, <laughs> I love yeah. the way she writes. I love the way she sings. Like, it's just really endearing. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, one of my faves, for sure. Yeah, it's up there. I Yeah, it's definitely up there for me as well. Okay, the next one is Heartbeat. And then I said that this was a really fun change of pace. This is a slower song, which reminded me a lot of your type on emotion. Mm. And I love, love, love when Carly slows it down. And I was I wrote about how the twinkling, like ambient production was so mm. beautiful and like made me feel like I was like looking up at the stars or something. Like it was mm-hmm. really, really well done. Yeah, I think this one has, like, those little production moments um, that kind of, like, take you aback. But on this one, it really works really well. Like, there's these little kind of, like, almost angelic, like, vocals that come yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that part where, like what it sounds like to me is like when a record is like slowing down or mm-hmm. you're like changing like the sound of it just the like speed 
Yeah, just like this little like moment and it's so subtle and I feel like this song to me is just like very delicate. Yeah, it's very like rich and like mm-hmm. it's it doesn't on for at first glance it might not feel that way but the, it is complex in the way it is structured and like the production mm-hmm. within it which I really really liked. So this is this is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um all right, what about Summer Love? Okay, for Summer Love, I said that this was another, like, fun, groovy track. Um, on my initial listen, this was my favorite, but I think that has even changed, like, the 24 hours this album has been out. Um, yeah. And I said that this was Carly's kind of, like, cool girl indie pop, like, moment. Because I feel like when you so when I think of Carly, I think more of, like, the cut to the feelings, run away with me. It's, like, high-energy pop songs. And I, this is when it really started to come together to me where I'm like, side B, uh, dedicated side B is a lot more like calm and like chill yeah. and carefree, which is a new, which I think is a pretty new vibe for her, but mm-hmm. it works really well. And I thought that this was a good representation of that, where it's just kind of like a breezy song, like just kind of going with the flow, which I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't write a ton about this one. Actually, I'm surprised. Like, I think um, my sister also did say she, this was, like, one of her favorites. And, yeah, for me, it was kind of like, eh, okay, that, there's there's that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I literally, it was, I loved this one. Like, I guess one criticism is, I guess it's, like, a little basic lyrically. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I still think that it is a really fun, um, fun pop song. Yeah, I mean, it really might grow on me. Like, now I have this different perspective, so... It better. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, we can go to the next one, which is Fake Mona Lisa, which, as a title alone, I was like, oh my, what is this gonna be? Yeah, this is, like, definitely a kooky Carly moment. Yeah, I said this, is, this like, is, is... I said, about? this is quirky Carly with the most unique yeah. lyrics on the album. I said that... For sure. This is actually another one of my favorites. I do really like this. I said Ooh. that it's a great blend of Carly's classic 80s synth sound, but leaning a little bit more rock, like just a little like sprinkle of of like indie rock girl in the song. Yeah. Um, and uh, to me, that works. I, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this song is super cool. It's very visual. Like the yeah. storytelling... It to definitely me, comes yeah, to me, this is the Julian of side B, but I actually yeah. like I like the storytelling in this one a lot more than I like it in Julian. Uh-huh. Interesting. So yeah. maybe this one will grow on you as well because I it is one of my favorites on the album. Yeah, I do like this one a lot. So moving on to the next track, we have Let's Sort the Whole Thing Out. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, well, so Speaking of, like, the indie pop girl Carly, like, I actually hear that a lot on this song. Okay. Um, I think it, like, I don't know, it almost reminds me of, like, the Strokes. or like Okay, it I can definitely this, see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, or even, like, um, Blondie. Like, I don't yes, know. If you, yes, like, yes. This yeah. is a blondie moment. I couldn't really put my finger yeah. on it. I definitely see that. Like almost like new wave yeah. kind of, but you know, yeah. a little more like modernized. 
Yeah, I feel like there's like this is actually one of my favorite songs in the album. And I feel like a lot of kind of different things come together or like it reminds me of like these different eras of music. Cause yeah. um you know the song um Let's Call the Whole Thing Off? I yes, I do. It reminds me so much of that. And I can't tell if she's like trying to reference it because the titles are so similar. I think that, well, I think that Carly is really well educated on her pop music history. So I would not be yeah. surprised at all if that is referenced. Right. Yeah. Like it felt like, because that song, it has like a just kind of like a more solemn tone of, you know, like let's call the whole thing off, like let's call mm-hmm. the wedding off, whatever like love falling apart um and in that song it makes me think of like a sort of like very early like jazz kind of like i think there's like a ella fitzgerald like version of it but then it's also in um when harry met sally which is like one of my favorite movies i haven't seen that in so Um, long we honestly we should watch it i love that movie um but Yeah, so it's, like, that kind of vibe, and then it's mixed with this kind of, like, I feel like it almost could be, like, an early 2000s movie, and then it could also be, like, like, It's funny that you mentioned that, because I literally wrote, this sounds like a song that would play at the end of a movie. Yeah, literally, it's so cinematic, like, I don't know, I think it's cool, and I think it's marrying, like, so many different sounds. Also, just the lyrics to me are, like, so catchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said that this is probably one of the catchiest songs on the album. And I think it's so funny how much you like this song, because I literally haven't remembered now. It's like, this is kind of in the middle for me. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I do really like it. But yeah. I just think that there are songs that I like better. We have some differing Carly opinions. Yeah, which I think is really cool. Like. I'm glad that we don't have the same taste because I think Carly as an artist is, I don't, I feel like people don't really discuss her, that she does have complex music and I like, obviously Mm -hmm. everybody knows she has bops or, and Mm -hmm. like she has like some great fun, catchy songs, but I really do think that like, even within her discography, yes, it's all pop music and it's all like kind of synth driven, but there are like, different flavors of Carly Rae Jepsen songs, which not a lot of people really talk mm-hmm. about. So, that is, I think it's cool that yeah. we like different things. Yeah, totally. Okay, so moving on to the next track, we have Comeback, which I wrote is just, is another fun slow jam. Um, this one to me was giving me, like, an 80s power ballad, but, like, the acoustic version. So, like, yeah. taking, like, a really, like, a really, like, classic, like, a bombastic pop song and then kind of stripping it back to be a little more like a little more like calm and collected yeah i totally agree it like doesn't hit to the level that like a ballad yeah, like a power ballad yeah but i did um, write that this sounds like it could have been on emotion to me like this is the most like 80s sounding song of all of them yeah yeah definitely 80s vibe like it was giving me kind of like Kate Bush. Yes, um, I got that as well. I definitely get that. You believe in my heart, you believe in my mind. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, Carly, <laughs> damn, go off. But yeah, I mean, I I honestly don't have a ton to say about this other than it's cute. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is just kind of one of those ones where like, 
am I gonna so, am I gonna like have this song stuck in my head? Probably not as much as some of these other songs. But when it yeah. comes on the album, I will be like, ah, oh, this one's good. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not necessarily necessarily sure that's gonna be one I'm gonna like seek out. Be like, I want to listen to Comeback, but it is good. It's a good pop song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Totally. So moving on to the second to last song, we have Solo. Thoughts on that? Okay, Solo. I mean, I think this is fun as like I definitely see it as like a party for one part two. Yes. Okay. I wrote um, that too. I said that this is like the um the like indie girl version of party for one whereas party for one is like a dancey banger version this is like the i can kind of just kind of groove on my own to solo yeah and again i really do love the messaging of the song i i am a sucker for a song about like dancing by yourself a la Robin's dancing on my own. Like, yeah. one of my favorite songs of all time. So, Literally. I, like, anytime a song is about that, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be one of my favorites. And I think this one has great lyrics, and, you know, it's really up there as one of the highlights of the album for me. hmm Yeah, it's cute. I think it's, like, alright. It's not one of my faves. Oh my god. Literally, when I say it's one of my favorites, you don't, and then when you say it's one of your faves, I don't think that. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. It- on to the last song, which is I think we called, have this one. Yeah, okay, this one is called Now I Don't Hate California After All, which is my favorite song on the album. It is favorite crazy song. I good. totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. This is my favorite. I, I wrote love this that song. this one is absolutely mes- Yeah, I was actually, like, amazed the first time I heard it. I wrote that I was mesmerized, like, from the start. It is so unique. Uh-huh. It is unlike anything Carly's ever done before. I said that it was making me feel like I was floating on, on a cloud or something and just like mm-hmm. like like enjoying the breeze or something like that. And mm-hmm. I said that the tropical vibes remind me almost of like a Lana Del Rey song where I wrote mm-hmm. Carly Del Rey, Lana Ray Jepsen. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I think... There's not, like, that many Carly songs where I'm, like, I just love how this sounds, and I just want to, like, sit here and, like, just soak in, like, the actual, like, instrumentation, mm-hmm. and I really feel that on this song, and I think it's cool just to think about this context of, like, her moving more into this kind of, like, band, like, not, like, necessarily indie, but, like, you know, like, that kind of a pop sound. Yeah. I feel like it's cool to get a song where it's like they really are like developing this sound in like a very unique way. And I thought that was awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, the production on this song is like insane. Like it is so lush and like soundscapey and just like beautiful overall. Like it, I, I totally understand what you mean, but like, you just want to like sit in and soak it up. Like the first time Mm -hmm. I heard the song, I literally just like looped it back again. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, it was. It's an amazing outro, like ending on the strongest song of the album. I think, mm-hmm. and it works really well as a closing song too. Yeah, yeah, it really does. It just kind of like fades away, like into like nothingness, which I thought was so cool and like yeah. just really, really fun. I also love 
this to me is another moment where I feel like it's like this developing storyline of like LA hallucinations, which is also towards the end of emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, also makes me think about the fact that like Carly likes Joni Mitchell, mm-hmm. who is also like a Canadian singer who Canadian obviously queen. you know Canadian queen like has that moment of like going to California to you know do her music and live her career and everything. Um so yeah and Joni has a song called California which is about like being you know like having being California, California. Home. huh yeah. I said about being in California being California, yeah, exactly. She has a song called California. It's about California. Um, Very Britney and like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just kind of like identifying your home as this place that, like, obviously is not your original home, and like maybe you have like some kind of like, you know, very complex feelings or like ambivalence toward towards mm-hmm. it. Um, so yeah, I just think it's a cool thing to like explore. And then also the way she kind of does it by talking about this person and how like this person has become her home. Yeah. I mean, I have nothing but high praises to sing the song. Like it is great. It is it's unexpected, I feel. Like I didn't I never I didn't really think that the album was gonna end this way, but I was so like elated that it ended on such a high note. Yeah. Okay, so we can go into our final thoughts on the album. So I was saying that, again, kind of, it was really interesting to me that this came out one week after Charlie's Quarantine album. Because, again, Mm -hmm. going back to that album, it was very of this moment right now, you know, talking about, you know, what's going on in the world, how we're all feeling at the moment. Whereas this song, you know, there's no references to quarantine, nothing like that. It's just pure escapist pop. And I think that it's really important to have both sides of the coin in that aspect where like, obviously Mm -hmm. we're going to need art that discusses how we're all feeling, you know, about this crazy moment in time. We also do need music that'll take our mind off of it. And Carly delivered that in like spades. Yeah. And I think just, like, I need love songs. Like, love yeah, songs. Yeah, that's true. Love songs are like, so precious. Yeah, and it feels especially precious right now, like, when we can't really be with people the way that yeah. we want to. I also wrote that um, this is a more streamlined and cohesive version of Side A that is a little more chill and relaxed rather than trying to do too many things. And that overall, mm. it's probably Carly's most most mature body of work to date. So what are your final thoughts on the album? Um, so yeah, I, I think it's really fun. Like, I will definitely be bopping to this. Um, I think that what this album really makes me think about is just like, is this kind of like the Carly formula in terms of like, is she always going to have these like, side b's you know that kind of i like, hope really so i really hope so, I because... hope so. I hope so i'm like is she gonna develop into this direction where it's like she is more like okay this is the album and that's where like all the 
really, really good songs are, like, if that makes sense, because I feel like there's moments on side A and side B where I'm like, I don't necessarily need this song, and I could almost just have, like, all the best moments as, like, one package. Yeah, I get what you mean, where it's, like, on side, if I were, like, Carly, or, like, you know, if I'm just kind of, like, picking and choosing what I like of her discography... You yeah. could take, like it's like you could take like half of A and half of B, splice them together, and have a perfect album. Right. And oh, now know, I want to do that. Yeah, I honestly now I'm thinking about it, I might do that too. But again, yeah. I do kind of like that we just have like to me these like side B releases give me kind of like an insight to how she is as a songwriter and as like an artist, kind of creating a package where it's like yeah. there are some great. There's obviously some great material on emotion side B and dedicated side B stuff that I feel like would have deserved to be on an album. So it does make me Mm -hmm. wonder, or like, you know, gives me a little bit of an idea of like, Hmm, I wonder like why this song wasn't on the album or like maybe it didn't fit with the sound she was going for. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of cool that we have like, there's a lot to discuss with the fact that these songs technically are, you know, rejects that didn't make the album. So yeah. that is that is definitely an interesting thing to like ponder over for sure, and I, but I I like what you're saying. Like I really do hope that she continues to do these side B releases because at least for emotion side B and dedicated side B, she released them like on the one year anniversary of the mm-hmm. of the side A coming out, which I think is just a really fun way to like celebrate that album and then like regenerate interest in in the music because now i really do want to like go back rediscover her discography so it really did it did its job in getting me to go back and re-listen to old carly songs yeah i totally agree with that i listened to songs from emotion today yeah i have a carly ray jepson playlist and i was like playing it all morning mm-hmm. okay yeah so final thoughts what are your like favorites on the album overall yeah so, obviously, I think we both love Now I Don't Hate California After All. Yes. Um, my other top... I'm, I'm just going to give a top five. So, okay. let's start the whole thing out. This is what they say. This mm-hmm. love isn't crazy. And heartbeat. Okay. Mine are This love isn't crazy. Heartbeat. Stay away. Summer love. And fake Mona Lisa. Those are mine. Okay, cool. Yeah, so this was this week's episode of Bop 2. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys are just soaking in the fun Carly Rae Jepsen vibes. We all need them right now. And we will see you next week. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.